Welcome to the Grappling Discourse Podcast. We are going to start with talking about Fight Pass Invitational, the UFC's premier grappling event. The UFC has been throwing money at grappling. And they're ending the year strong. They're ending 2023 with a huge event that will feature as the main bout Gordon Ryan versus Mason Fowler. And anytime I see... The community asked who Gordon should face next. I always see three names. Felipe Pena, Craig Jones, and Mason Fowler. Now, Mason is really interesting to me because it's a match we've never seen before. I'm always a big fan of those. Like We've seen Felipe versus uh, Gordon three times. We've seen Craig versus Gordon three times. But we have not seen Mason versus Gordon. Now, I don't think Mason's got much of a chance to beat Gordon. Mason is an elite level competitor. Hell, at Black Belt, he is 39 and 4, which is just mind blowing. I had no clue he was that successful. Like, I knew Mason was really, really good, and I've seen him have success at quite a few different events, but I never would have guessed that he was 39 and 4. Of those 39 victories, he has 21 submissions, so he's submitting people, his opponents uh, over 50% of the time, which is very impressive at Black Belt. And his four losses, one to Craig Jones, so that's his first loss at Black Belt, and that loss happened in 2019 at ADCC. But that loss is kind of contra- controversial because the match was very close. People feel like Mason got screwed out of two points, that he should have received two points. He didn't, so the match is tied. Mason, being aggressive and trying to score, takes a shot late. Craig snatches an arm and guillotine and ends up getting the tap. Two of those uh, four losses were to Conan Duarte. No shame in that. I believe one was on points. And then his most recent loss in the European, IBJJF Europeans, he lost by rear naked choke. And his fourth loss was uh, or his last loss was to Owen O'Flanagan at the 2022 ADCC championships and that was in the quarterfinals by heel hook so yeah you can see of the the four losses all to elite level competitors he also has two wins over Craig so while Craig has a victory over him he beat him twice at submission underground um if this was EBI rules I think Mason would have a much better shot. I would be really interested to see what that match would look like, particularly just the overtimes. But I can't see, I can't see Mason being able to compete with Gordon during regulation. I think Gordon, uh, I don't, I'm not going to say that he's going to be able to call his victory. I think this match will be much more competitive than his last match that he had against Patrick Gaudio. But I just I don't see Mason being the one to beat uh, Gordon Ryan. Now, the co-main event is a match that I'm much more interested in. The UFC has booked Nicholas Marigali versus Felipe Pena. This is a fire matchup. I think this is a very competitive match. Um, what we saw last time with Marigali against Kynan, I mean, it blew me away how good Marigali looked. He ended up wearing down Kynan, getting Kynan flat-backed, and he ended up finishing with a submission. 
Now, Felipe Pena's had mixed results. Think about his ADCC run where he just looked lackluster. He, you know, he didn't he didn't look all that impressive. He lost to Nick Urod in the finals of his weight division. And then in the absolute, he ended up losing to Ty Rutolo. Both matches that I just couldn't believe he lost. He ended up uh, coming back and beating Nick Urod um, more recently. So he ended up avenging that loss. But the Ty Rutolo loss was very strange. Um, I think Felipe can definitely beat Marigali, but at the same time, um, Marigali, if he's continuing to progress as fast as he's been progressing, he, uh, will be one of the top two or three guys, no gi in the world in no time. So I'm always interested in the progression of an athlete, particularly when we're talking about like the greatest gi player in the world underneath John Donahue. The way he looked against Kain and Duarte, um, if he ends up smoking and tapping Felipe Pena, he is definitely one of the three best dudes in the world, and he will be the favorite going into his division at the next ADCC. I mean, he might already be the favorite, but he uh, has been just, look, he looked so good last match. I could not believe that he beat Kainan the way that he did. Now, the Kainan's notorious for being very hot and cold, so there's a possibility that it was just an off day for Kynan. Like, Kynan just didn't perform very well. But, I mean, it could just be that Marigali was that much better or and is becoming that much better. I believe there will also be an absolute bracket uh, tournament for, uh, in that uh, on that show. And I'm not sure what the prize pool will be. Last time it was 25 Gs. But yeah, that's something to be excited for. And uh, I know a lot of people are excited for, especially the main event and Kona main event of the Fight Pass Invitational. But today, what I really want to talk about is disrespecting the guard. I was talking with a couple of students after class today. And one of the students was asking about pushing and pulling. And when you're talking about passing, like just how to address the legs of a good guard player now this is something uh, it's like more of a mindset thing but i want you guys to understand something the weakest possible position a person can be is flat on their back now this is what makes jujitsu special like this is what makes our art special no other art has really any options when it comes to being in the worst position a human can be athletically, which is flat on their back. And to me, that's, again, what makes this this sport special. And I saw today, like somebody on Reddit was talking about how like people seem to accept wrestling as part of jujitsu, but it's not. Like when I think about grading a student and what makes somebody a jujitsu practitioner, it is the guard. I know tons of really, really good grapplers, people that are very exceptional at wrestling, and they do not deserve a jiu-jitsu belt um, and definitely don't like deserve a black belt if they do not have a very sophisticated guard. Like That's the difference. Like When you talk about Bo Nickel, he's a phenomenal practitioner. I know he's been working a lot on his submissions, and he does a lot of jiu-jitsu now, but... I don't care how good he is at takedowns and top control. Like, yes, that's a part of grappling and everything. But when we're talking about like the jujitsu black belt, it is how good are you off your back? 
And while I say all that, you have to realize that this is the weakest position a person can be. And so I want people, like when I'm approaching the guard, I want to have an attitude of no respect. Like I'm on top. I have all the advantages. I am going to dominate you. Now, it's easy for me to say this. Being almost six years into my black belt, it's a lot easier to have confidence than those of you that are at the white, blue, and purple belt levels. But you need to start now with that approach. You need to understand that you have to attack the guard. You have to put pressure on it. You need to get comfortable putting weight through frames. You need to get comfortable being in different guards. And I want all of you to get to the point where you feel like you can't be swept from any of the guards. You don't, we're not worried about any of the guards. You don't care what grips they get. You are going to strip those grips and you're going to continue to apply forward pressure until you get chest to chest or until you pass the hip line and you have passed the guard. And one thing that I really like to do and something that I, um, practice a lot is I just practice putting myself into a guard. So I'll just give somebody single leg X or I'll give somebody X guard. I'll give somebody my leg so they can start putting in different hooks. So they can, they start doing whatever deep half, whatever guard variation they want. And I learn to ride and float it. I learn to counter all the different sweeps. I learn how to strip off the different grips from the top position and I love playing like this. It's super fun. It also is a big advantage for just giving you confidence to attack somebody's guard because you realize, okay, if I make a mistake and they end up getting underneath me and putting me into one of the different guards, I know how to defend this. I've been here a million times. I know how to float on top of it. I know how to stop the off balances. I know that I can surf this thing out. And once I strip the grips, they are going to be vulnerable to being passed. And um, again, it's just a mindset thing. And I know how uncomfortable it can be, particularly against somebody that has a good guard. They're flat on their back. They're flexible. They're putting in all these different hooks. They're going in between different guards. It can be a very daunting task. But I was telling them, I was like, look, if you just connect with your hands, so if your hands just grab the shins, or maybe you're trying to play like a Toriando style pass where you, you got your hands on the knees and you've popped your hips way back and you're just trying to walk around side to side, you're not putting any pressure on a good guard. Like if somebody does that to me, I'm basically just laying there. I'm like, okay, like your hips are so far away. Even if you step past my guard, there's so much space. I'm going to be able to do a little half inversion and I'm going to be right back in my guard. You got to lead with your hips. Particularly like in training, you know. Just get in there. Get in there. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. If you end up getting tripod swept. If you end up getting dummy sweeped. No big deal. Just stand right back up. And get right back in their face. And force them to carry your weight. And what you'll find is, is you'll get start getting really good at getting to different headquarter positions. And what I mean by headquarters, just positions that you feel really comfortable in, where you feel like you're starting to get all the advantages. 
and you're going to be able to start taking advantage of your partner's like openings for whether they have like maybe they're just high pummeling all the time and you find a way to get into a position where you can take advantage of those high pummels or if you feel like you're putting pressure and they're pushing a lot you're going to start learning how to get into like really deep leg drag attacks i just feel like the best attacks happen with that forward pressure now in mma it's a little bit different because you don't have to be as forward because you're able to punch but in jujitsu it's like no you got to be working side to side while you're slowly taking inches and moving up the body it starts with controlling the feet and then you pass the feet start controlling the knees once you've passed the knees or gotten control of the knee now you're at the hips and that's where things start to go downhill for that guard player but yeah just start believing in yourself a little bit more and just have a a like just unbridled confidence where hey maybe you are getting swept more than you're getting passes right now but understand over time by the time you're a black belt you white blue and purple belts if you spend time just really getting comfortable in different guards and just learning again how to put pressure in a bunch of different situations from the feet as well as from your knees and from some of these like you know combat based positions if you can just learn how to do that by the time you're a black belt you are going to be a bad mofo people are going to be terrified of your guard passing and you're going to have this confidence about you that uh, just really makes training fun you know it, it just to me it really does and i love and i was telling them like i, I try to wake up every day with uh, just a smile on my face like hey last training session could not have been my best i've had a couple training sessions recently that were not my best and you gotta have a short memory gotta have a short memory in this sport so forget about it if you had a poor session you ended up getting you know swept 16 times wake up then tomorrow and be like hey look i'm still like when when they play a guard on me i'm gonna make them feel my weight they end up sweeping me no big deal i'm going to keep getting up and i just know over time the top player wins and i'm going to figure this out and i'm going to continue to apply pressure until i learn how to win those inches and i end up learning how to you know just just pass the guard until next time guys i love and appreciate you peace